Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? This is the Melchester Odyssey, and uh, I have in my left hand the 11th of June 1983 edition of Roy of the Rovers. And this is very, very special stuff, because as it says at the top of the front cover, from today... See Roy on four super colour pages. And the, the, the front cover is one of those four. And the back cover is the other one. And then, of course, there are the two regular ones in the middle. This feels like a thicker edition. I wonder if there's more pages in it. There's definitely a new story in here as well, but we'll come to that later on. But um, on the front cover, it's got three panels from the uh, latest story. And it just says at the beginning, uh, Carford City versus Walford Rovers, of course, Roy's currently playing for, um, ridiculously. Um, and Roy Race's famous left-footed rocket had just failed to explode. Um, and <laughs> look at it. Sounds a bit sexual. Yeah. He's, uh, he's gone over to uh, Alan Shields, who is one of his teammates. Shields, uh, get over here. Well, of course, Alan was, was famously the recipient of Hit It, Alan! <laughs> uh, no, it ago. wasn't that. It was Martin. Oh, it was Martin. Hit It, Martin! That's right, sorry. So Alan's another one. They've got Alan and they've got Martin. So, uh, one of the crowd is saying, Look at him! Only his second game for his new club and race is treating Alan Shields like a naughty boy! <laughs> These are Carford fans, they're revelling in this. <laughs> and Roy's gone over to Alan Shields and he's practically prodding him in the chest as he as he berates him. He says, Your pass was way out. That's why I hit it over the bar. It was your fault. You've made me look a fucking idiot for the last time, Alan. It was entirely your fault and not mine at all. It is never my fault, Alan. <laughs> Uh, Alan just looks fucking stunned by this, being turned on by his new manager uh, in the middle of a match. Uh, so Alan is, is storming off. He says, "All right, so it was my first touch on the off the ball, but then I'm not perfect like you are, Roy." <laughs> fucking hell! Children. And Roy says, "Huh? Now wait a minute!" And he marches off after Alan. Uh, and it says Roy's voice cut off as he struggled to control himself and he's um, 
he's got his head against his forehead in dismay and he says heck what's the matter with me <laughs> hecking mm. fuck <laughs> <laughs> heck the fuck what's my the fucking nuts all me? over the place here this isn't like me <laughs> I'm having to grab my own fucking head here <laughs> keep it on grabs himself by the hair I'm going to have to grab myself by the hair this never happens keep my brain engaged he says what's the matter with me I'm taking it out on Young Shield because Penny has decided that she doesn't want to move from Melchester <laughs> well, at least he's linked it should yeah. be her I'm giving a rollicking not poor old Alan <laughs> he's doing his best like he says it was his first touch of the ball <laughs> it's Penny who should be getting the rocket <laughs> and there's more of a Penny and her travails later on. Something's her. changed ever since she got that fucking iffy hairdo. I've told her before, Penny, fashion is temporary, but class, that's permanent. And it's the same when it comes to hairstyles. See mine. <laughs> and then we move inside the, the comic. Um, it says, continued from front cover, and it gives us a bit more update on what's happening. It says, his wife's last-minute decision was only one of the problems which were building up for Roy since he had left Melchester to become player manager of Walford Rovers. Roy's first game for his new club had been a personal triumph, but he had begun the last match of the season. Last match of the season? Already? Um, against Carford in a confused, irritated mood. Some nice uh, advertising hoardings around the outside of the pitch there and even above the stand somewhere, which was it's, it's uh, shrouded by a thought bubble, but it's described as best in town. Don't know where that is. But there's adverts for moors and also um, some kind of hairdressers. It might be Williamson. Williamson hairdressers. Um, so anyway, the... Uh, Carford keeper boots the ball out and Roy thinks I must try and forget about the past and concentrate on the game I owe that to Walford he's having a right existential crisis here with this Walford thing isn't he it's not oh, yeah. it's not suited to him at all oh it's just not Roy Roy it's is not. the sort of man who is able to usually just only follow his instincts mm. he's got a well established very straightforward worldview that he's always let guide him and he spends very long, he spends uh, very few hours dwelling on shit, analysing shit, reflecting it. He's like a, sh- I'm like a shark. I just move forward following my guts. Um, but since he did this move, he's fucking overthinking everything, isn't he? Well, it's like you said, he's got a well-established worldview, but he's got a well-established world that he was living yeah. in. It was Melchester and that was all he needed. I live in a bubble, a bubble yeah. of comfort and privilege. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you've got. Don't don't fucking try and if you don't I've got bro- the, don't fix it. I've got my routines. I send Blackie out to do my collections on a Thursday. <laughs> I've got the feathers Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, <laughs> Thursday night, Friday. I often do uh, some sort of corporate gig, give him a talk, earn a few extra quid. Saturday football followed by the feathers. Sunday it depends on where I wake up. It's feathers very well established. Time. Feathers at lunchtime. They're for Sunday dinner. <clears throat> or Carvery. Sometimes the Melchester Carvery. It depends how Penny's feeling. <laughs> if she's in one of our uh, moods, then I'll take them out to the fucking Carvery instead. <laughs> I've so, got a relationship with them there anyway, so they usually, in return for a bit of free publicity, I get it for free. Got a gold card. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Carford 
goalkeeper boots it out and it says, Joe Bellamy, the former captain of Walford, snapped up the goal kick. Former captain. So does that mean that Roy has made himself player manager and captain? Yeah. Obviously I'm the fucking captain. <laughs> okay, now. How could some other could be the captain if I'm the manager? <laughs> Don't make sense. Sorry, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> um, but forget it, you're out. So Joe brings it down on his chest and hits it for a first-time pass um, somewhere. And the crowd say, nice control, Joe. At least someone is keeping his cool. I mean, I th- don't think the Walford fans particularly want Racy. Well, they haven't taken to him very much, have they? Obviously, got that four-goal hole nah. in the last game, but it's like, you know... We're very much yourself. looking at a, a Cristiano Ronaldo at Manchester United situation here. Yeah. yeah. It's classic. He's come. He's a big name, arguably too big mm. for the situation they're in. Completely overshadows the club and the team. Undermines the sort of team spirit because yeah. everything's about Roy all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not working for either side. Yep. So Joe Bellamy, the former captain, let's remember, um, hits that first time pass, uh, and it says, "As Roy found space, um, Bellamy hits it into Roy's path." And Joe Bellamy says, any complaints about that pass race? (laughs) And Roy says, why you cheeky? (laughs) (laughs) Oi, cheeky. (laughs) (laughs) You cheeky Charlie. (laughs) (laughs) I'll come over there and pitch your cheek. (laughs) (laughs) So it goes into Roy's path and Roy is, he falls victim to a fucking proper crunching tackle um, from a Carford player he goes down shouting ah and the crowd say race seemed to hesitate and Turner's nailed him free kick to Walford (laughs) nailed by Turner Um, Roy's control snapped again as he recoiled from the turf he's fucking losing it he gets up he's all over the gaff pushes a teammate out of the way to get to the free kick and he says, that's mine! And his teammate looks a bit like Noel Baxter uh, says, go on then, Roy! (laughs) After you, sir! Yeah. Anything you say? Uh, And someone in the crowd shouts, watch it, Carford! And look at the fucking next panel. Look at that. He blasts it straight away. Out of the way, cunts. Watch this. Bang! Go. 1-0. He does. (laughs) And um, so one of the crowd shouts, the rocket. That's Look right. The definition of his fucking thighs there, though. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's a lovely image. Like hams. Classic Pink football like hams. as well, isn't it? That he smacked there. Yeah. With the white, it, the classic um, white and black. I think yeah. that's a Adidas Telstar. Tango, was it? I think the Tango was the one that you saw at the Mexico 86 was World it? Cup with the like the sort of slightly different kind of shapes but the classic black and white checkerboard sort of football I think was called the Telstar I believe you are right I'm googling it I once yeah. researched a documentary that I was working on about the history of the football Whoa. actually did didn't get anywhere oh why <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's the Telstar. It was also the favoured one of the 99 pence flyaway ball that you could buy. It yeah. was the favoured design of that. It must have been copyrighted. It's the football you always draw, isn't it? Yeah. If you're drawing <laughs> yeah. a football, you always draw the Telstar. 
good stuff. So he's blammed it. And uh, it does. It goes right in the back of the net. And it's there! What a shot! He's That's done right. it this time! That's what you're fucking paying for, cunts. <laughs> I'll turn a match on its head in a fucking heartbeat. Have that. <laughs> Pick the fucking bones out of that, you cunt. <laughs> this is me on a shit day as well. <laughs> Wait till I get my fucking eye in. <laughs> Look at them. Look at them all watching it going in, the coffin defenders. He's uh, oh got in. <laughs> he smashed it in. There was nothing we could do. <laughs> <laughs> but... Over the page, referee. No, he hasn't. You didn't wait for the whistle, Roy. Oh, you fucking cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck are you? (laughs) You know exactly who I am. I am the referee of this association (laughs) football match. Yeah, well, I do not recognise you (laughs) as a figure of authority on this pitch. (laughs) So that goal stands. That's the way it worked at Melchester. I had final say. Well, not here, (laughs) you don't. I approach the referee in the tunnel before the kickoff. I tell him what the final score is planned to be. And then we go out there and we play the game. Very simple. Do you remember that one where he actually... (laughs) It's actually happened. Yeah. Where there was like... There was a decision over whether... It was something like one of his players had done a tackle and they weren't sure whether he should... No, it was a goal and whether it should stand or not right on the final whistle of the game. Mm. And there was a big argument about whether the goal should count because it had gone in on the final whistle. And the ref was all confused and he was being shouted at by both sides. And in the end, genuinely, I mean, this is on one of our former episodes, the ref turns to Roy and says, Roy, you're the most fair-minded amongst us. You say (laughs) whether the goal should stand or not. (laughs) And Roy says it shouldn't, but I'm pretty sure it's because Roy didn't score it. So yeah. even though it was a Melchester goal and it would have won Melchester game, he says, no, I'm afraid not. In fact, I think it might be what gets them relegated. No, oh, fucking hell. Or it's certainly in their relegation run. Yeah. Well, the referee has stepped in here to try and uh, assert his authority. He says, oh, you didn't, you didn't wait for the whistle, Roy. And Roy says, well, I'll be. The ref says, take the kick again. So but it says this time, Carford had plenty of time to organise an effective... Wall, wall in speech marks there. It's called a wall. Just don't put in speech marks. We know what it is. <laughs> That's like when they do corner kick. They, the, what, the things that they choose to put in speech marks in Royal Rovers are, it's completely arbitrary. <laughs> Football vernacular. Well, uh, no, but so one day they'll have like just something without in inverted commas and then the next week they'll just like literally anything like the football. They'll have the word football in inverted commas. Maybe Strange. there's a... Uh, Maybe there's a quarter, a, a speech marks mm. quarter they've got to fill every week in order to stay in the uh, the comic writers guild. Um, yeah. So they t- he takes the free kick again. There's a wall by this point, and it he just bounces off the chest of one of the players in the wall. They've charged it down, uh, <laughs> and the Carford keeper shouts, "Left wing, Jerry! Now!" Oh, Jerry. <laughs> uh, and Jerry's about to hit it at the left wing. Roy shouts a fucking balls at one of his players. Bellamy, get back! You're supposed to be shadowing Draper! David fucking Bellamy, grab all my great nuts, cunt. <laughs> You're supposed to be shadowing Don Draper! <laughs> He's going for a near post cross! And, uh, yeah, he is. The Walford defence is in disarray. Um, 
and the cross comes in and Draper gets ahead to it. Draper's got a lovely beatific smile on his face as he heads that past the keeper. It just looks mm. like he's fucking high as a kite. You get ah, whoopee like that, there isn't it he? Goes. In it goes. There we yes. are. Another goal for Draper. Mm. <laughs> for drapes. <laughs> and the crowd shout, Yes! Carford City 1, Walford 0. Jalapeño. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jalapeño. And um, that's Joe Bellamy going over there, isn't it? Yeah, having another go at Roy. Well, come on then, Racer, were you going to have a go at this time? Another Walford player says, we could have been a goal up if he'd waited for the whistle. Fucking hell. This is not how he is used to being it's spoken to. It's not all, to. is it? Yeah, insurrection. All right, all right, he says. <laughs> Carb your fucking tits. Fucking calm down. You ever got a goal down before? That's the old point of the drama. I let them go a goal up. Therefore, when I drag us back into the game, it's more exciting. Fucking hell. Keep up, lads. Yeah. You're, in, you, you're living in the Roy Race era now. Are you cuts new here or what? <laughs> so uh, it says Roy made another attempt to cool things down. Yeah, because man management's one of his skills, isn't it? He's, uh, it goes over to Alan. Was it Alan Shields? It was, wasn't it? Mm. And he says, Alan, I'm sorry I bawled you out. Heat of the moment, OK? Just do your best. That's all I ask. A bit passive-aggressive. Uh, Alan says, fair enough, Roy. Prompted by Roy, the young winger became more and more dangerous as the game went on. Uh, he has a shot which bounces off the post. Uh, oh, tough luck, kid. Carford fan shows, the woodwork saved us that time. Now, that would normally be the end, but we're on a fourth page here. Continued on the back page. We're getting more. Uh, but in the dying moments, uh, a bit of shirt tugging by Bellamy, and the ref seen it. Penalty! They shout. <laughs> uh, hey! Shouts the Carford player who's having his shirt tugged. Hey! <laughs> hey, that's not allowed! That's not fair! Shirt tug! Shirt tug! <laughs> Alert! Alert! My shirt was all tucked in and now look, it's all out and loose. You've made me look like a scruff bag. <laughs> Ref points to the spot. Uh, no mistake, 2-0. And about the last kick of the match, I reckon. 
So there it is. Back in the net. Back of the net, 2-0. It says, the fans were right. And a Walford fan shouts to Roy. Roy's looking disconsolate as he trudges off. Uh, The fan shouts, cheer up, Roy. You can't turn Walford into world beaters in the space of two games. There's always next season. (laughs) Roy must be thinking, oh, fucking hell, I've got two months off now before I get to play again. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, As Roy neared the Walford dressing room, as Joe Bellamy fucking mouthing off in the dressing room. Who does he think he is anyway? Talking to us like that. We're experienced professionals, not apprentices. <laughs> so Roy's got a new enemy, clearly. He, he thinks of himself, Bellamy, again. Yeah. His enemies often look the same. Like, this bloke looks a lot like that fucking legendary fast bowler who he had to contend with <laughs> yeah. in the last summer. Yeah. They've always got He's, a moustache, the, the, haven't they? The only man who ever bettered me. The only man who ever bested me. But that fucking story's not over. There's another couple of chapters left in that yet, believe me. In the meantime, I'll deal with this cunt Bellamy. Try and fucking rest some of my demons by dealing with this fucker. And he goes in and it says, Roy pretended he hadn't heard. Uh, Bellamy says, just because he used to be king, inverted commas, of Melchester... Which reminds me, Race, I've just checked on the result of today's game at Mel Park. It's a wonder Roy hasn't been on the phone by now, ringing up to find out what it is. He says, the Rovers thrashed Holverton 4-1. Kenny Logan, playing in your place, scored a hat-trick. <laughs> Look at his face, <laughs> the grin on his face as he tells him. He loves him. it, The yeah. relish. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want you and neither do they. He says, you might be missing the Rovers, but it doesn't look as if they are missing you. Oh, man. That's like yeah, like your new your new girlfriend going, and by the way, I saw your ex up the shopping centre. She's got a new fella, dead fucking handsome, and they couldn't keep their hands off of each other. So you might be missing him, but I, you might be missing her, but I can tell you she's not fucking missing you. She's getting hers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fuck it out. He'll be fingering her. He'll be fingering Uh, her right now. Bold as brass, he was fingering her outside Wimpy's. (laughs) (laughs) They knew we could see. They didn't care. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Uh, It says, next week, a harassed Roy becomes more and more confused. This is terrible. Um, Mark's at a 10 for that. My mark's out of 10 for that story is 9. It's no, really yeah, good. Yeah, very good. Uh, the the plot didn't flag or anything, even though there was extra content. Very mm. good. Speaking of extra content, there's a new story which begins on page two of this issue. Yeah, this has caught my eye, yeah. Yeah, this is called The Apprentices. And at the top it tells us, The Apprentices at Melchester Rovers had won their youth league and as a reward were going on tour to Spain. Roy as Rish- a reward were going on the piss in Spain. <laughs> yeah. Roy Race should have been taking the players, but after his sudden departure to Walford, Blackie Gray volunteered to lead the party. I'll take you. Bring your fucking drinking boots as well, lads. This'll be a fucking watershed moment for you, cunts. We'll see which of you's have got what it takes to be a top pro. <laughs> if you all come back alive, I'll be fucking stunned. <laughs> now listen. On over the course of the next week in Spain, two of you will die. One will be severely injured. One will earn my trust and respect forever. 
I have already one. predicted who will be who and have written the names in the following series of envelopes. <laughs> one of you will languish in a Spanish jail for the next six years. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. This is a grand tradition that has happened on this Spanish tour to Melchester youth prospects for many years now. This might seem like a nice holiday destination, but don't forget it's only a few years since this country was under the yoke of a dictator. (laughs) General Franco, who Roy used to say, had some good ideas that were misunderstood by the rest of Europe. Roy actually had a meet and greet with him a couple of times and said he was a good lad. Now, next question. Which of you here are virgins? Right. Which of you here are used to being watched while in sexual congress? Used to. (laughs) There will be some harsh lessons for you on this this holiday. Uh, There's the... um... There's the five apprentices there at the top left, and they're they're, they're called Tim, Pete, Winston, uh, Rob, and Donut. 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 He's the joker in the pack. Tim, Pete, obviously, I need hardly tell you, listeners, that the black character is the one called Winston, Winston. because in the 80s, you literally couldn't think of any other name for a black person than Winston. That's exactly right, yeah. Um, so they're, they're boarding the plane and um, Tim receives a ticking off because he's listening to his personal stereo and the air hostess tells him to turn it off because it interferes with the aircraft's radio system. That's bullshit, surely. They bullshit. used to always say that. It's fucking yeah. shit. I used to always think, no, it's because you don't want us fucking having a nice time. You want us to listen to everything you say and yeah. engage in whatever shit. You're trying to get us to buy some fucking eau de cologne off your fucking trolley. Yeah. Sorry. And you don't want me listening to my fucking Pet Shop Boys cassette because yeah. you think it'll distract me. And um, Tim, Tim's pal, it might be his brother, they look like twins, uh, he says, don't worry, love, we'll make sure he doesn't play it. Love is a 17-year-old Fuck kid. Yeah, he's a bit ballsy for a fucking young fucking hell. whippersnapper, isn't he? Don't, don't worry, f- sweetheart. Don't you worry your knickers, Chico. <laughs> Donut, by the way, is... The goalkeeper, following right. in the footsteps of Toby Morton, he's the fat bastard. Uh, he looks like he's off his fucking tits on this plane. I yeah. double dropped a couple of them acids before we came on. Well, I'm fucking seeing all sorts here. His, his drug of choice is the donut. I know I didn't send you the full page, but he's got twelve donuts that he bought at the airport. Oh, so uh, he'll be all right. Um, so that's an interesting story. Yeah, a week away in Spain with Blackie Grey. I mean, fuck me. We've got to read more of these. Who knows what might happen? Yeah, we'll do a uh, side pod looking at them. Mm. What else Have any you- of you ever eaten something called patatas gravas? <laughs> <laughs> it's like roast potatoes, but it's covered in a tomatoey sauce. It's quite alarming when you see it for the first time. But <laughs> this is the sort of stuff you've got to get used to. <laughs> If you get it the first team you've been playing in Europe, you've been coming here all the time, so get fucking used to it. <laughs> um, Have any the- of you ever seen a tiny fish no longer than your index finger called an anchovy? Well, you'll be seeing a lot of that, believe me. <laughs> 
in the uh, Roy Race talking page, there's some correspondence, and it just says harassed exclamation mark. Yeah. And um, the correspondent says, I was very interested to read in a recent edition a letter from a dad, inverted commas, who used Wait. to read your adventures in Tiger and now reads his son's Roy of the Rovers. Well, I read it too, and I'm, inverted commas, a mum. A mum. She says, my as they're known son- colloquially, as mothers are now referred to colloquially on the streets. My eldest son, who is eight, started getting your comic last August. I looked through it when I had nothing else to read. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Get in there. I didn't enjoy it. It was out of. I was forced to read it out of boredom. I was desperate. I had to read something. She says, "Now I'm hooked." In inverted commas. I usually grab it before he's had a chance to see it. Fucking hell. Nice. Uh, the stories I enjoy are Wheelchair Wonder, yours of course, and the newest one, Who Is Arrow. I've only got one complaint. I do oh, wish no. you would give your wife, Penny, a bit more of a hand around the house and pay a little more attention to your children. Ah, oh, fuck, mate. This is all I fucking need. <laughs> fuck. Fair play to for printing it, though. Yeah. She says, getting back to Penny, every time I see a picture of her, she looks very harassed. So writes Mrs. Joan Pegram of Stubbington, Hampshire. Definitely not a made-up name. I'm going to go on right move and look at house prices in Stubbington later. I don't know why it just appeals to me. I will Google Joan Pegram as well. Um, And Roy replies, First of all, Joan, I'm delighted you like my publication so much. Secondly, it's only natural that one housewife should be concerned about another. It's the housewife's union, if you like. Call it that. I don't know. (laughs) He says, My job keeps me away from home for many hours. And things are even more hectic at present because of my recent move to Walford. If Penny <laughs> finds she just can't cope, I may ask you to pop round and give her a hand. In other words, you fucking do it. Yes. If you fucking think she's got so much... I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind fucking Penny's lifestyle. Yeah? <laughs> Bit of fucking breakfast. Half the time it's cereal these days, by the way. It's not like I get fucking kippers or out nice like that. I go off to the ground... The kiddies go off to school. Mungo goes to his facility that we send him to. <laughs> right? And then she's got the day to her fucking self. She's got a cleaner. Fuck knows what she does. Tennis oh. lessons, shopping, lunch with the girls. I tell you oh, what, I wouldn't mind God. a bit of that. If that's being harassed, then I wouldn't mind being a bit more harassed. Next question. Fucking hell. Yeah, you get round there and help her out. Good luck. She's fucking fictional. <laughs> She's a fucking, a fucking drawing, you mad bitch. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> in the meantime, he says, I hope you and your eldest son continue to enjoy my comic. There are some good things coming in the future. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. You fucking hectoring cow. <laughs> Try to bear in mind, Penny's a drawing, and get this, so am I. <laughs> TTFN. Fucking hell. Um, and I think that is it did I send anything else over I don't think I did nah strong though strong yeah. issue this week great issue enjoyable I should add as well that I've just in- invested in a couple of issues of the holiday specials mm. so we'll we'll look into them at some point we'll, we'll dip away from the weekly one and we'll do a holiday special special at some point maybe in the summer like when they would come out in the shops when yeah, the sun comes out something a little bit different so that's that we'll be back with more next week thank you very much and goodbye goodbye goodbye
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 